What's going on, YouTube and I? Welcome to Lords of the Lombox. Happy Wednesday to you. Sorry. What, what, Can't say what, happy what. new comic book day to you. Happy no but Hey, man, uh, to help you out through your rough new comic book day, man, the Lords are here with you, and we have part two of our DCEU long-term spec list, so you know how we like to start it, boys and girls. Shake and Oops. <coughs> yeah, sorry, man. I was medicating. What up, buddy? People, welcome to Lower the Long Box. This is a Mikey Sutton long-term spec exclusive. This is part two of the uh, DCEU long-term spec list. We didn't want to put it all on last week's show, but if you haven't checked out part one, go check it out. We dropped it uh, last last uh, <laughs> Wednesday, man. Punchline is on there. So, yes, Punchline is coming to DCU, and we got some other big ones on here some odd ones on here but uh before we get into it speaking of big ones i got my man auto from the grotto say what's up what's up everybody everybody got to notice it's red shirt wednesday so <laughs> let's keep it going man even ryan i got the lords out but he's got that sriracha kicking it that sriracha right, spicy, baby yeah on the lords is a good thing on star trek we'd all be dead and speaking That's of which right. <laughs> dark side did i say what's good to the people what's ryan good everybody welcome to wednesday night no comic books, but you got some comic vibes hanging out with us tonight. We got a great list. I'm really excited about this. We got some really, really good ones. Yeah, let's get right to it, boys and girls. Let's just talk about our sponsors. Our show is sponsored by KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives, including those beautiful books you see right there. They just had a mystery box that they did $150 and they threw in all kinds of goodies and it's sold out in like, I don't know how long. By the time Seconds. I sent a picture to a group chat, it had sold out already. Wow. And I was going to tell us all to go buy it, but that just shows you because their mystery box isn't full of a random 12th issue from some nineties series They're no. all variants, all exclusives. There's some slabs in there. I wish we could have gotten done a live unboxing, but go support KRSComics.com and you use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off any of the KRS Comics exclusives. They still got some good stuff in there, so make sure you support them. Also, this show is sponsored by our friends at the GeekySwagShop.com. Go to GeekySwagShop.com, use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the Geeky Swag Shop, including NY Warrior shirts I just got, including Lords of the Long Box shirts, but not the red ones, though. These are specific variants just for members of the long box live show but you can get blue ones black ones white ones and all that good stuff also the show is sponsored by our friends over at uh i'm sorry as i try to find this i should have had rocket comics go over to our friends rocket comics and get uh 20 off your pressing order be one book could be 20 books get 20 percent off your first order and then when you come back as a returning customer get 10 percent off they are still facilitating as much as they can, trying to set, submit to CGC for you. Signatures right now are kind of slow, obviously, with the way things are going on right now. And you may want to hit up Rocket and add, talk to him first to see what his uh, opinions are on what's going to happen with CGC. The governor of Florida finally put a shelter-in-place order for the state of Florida. Can you believe that? Up to now, they haven't had it, and they're like the fifth leading state in Corona and uh, COVID-19 cases. So... And he, here's, here's the kicker. He says, starting Friday. So not even starting immediately. Yeah, so CGC, really. 
CDC has still been working, um, but the shelter in place may affect that. So hit up uh, Rocket Comics and talk to them or call CDC to see how they're going to do it. If you're thinking about sending something out, I would definitely call them and find out what's going on or else your book could end up uh, in limbo, man. Because uh, right now, it's it's everything is on hold, man. Uh, California, we're finally starting to flatten the curve out a little bit. But New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, the whole tri-state area. Uh, man, <clears throat> New Orleans right now is really bad, too. You know, yeah. and, and if you think about it, Florida is fifth largest right now because you know why? Spring break. They had all those kids running amok. And then New Orleans because of Mardi Gras. So if you think how far back Mardi Gras Ugh. is, and now it's just it stays your system for two weeks. They, they, let's say at the 10th day in, you give it to somebody else. Their 10th day in, they give it to somebody else. That's how it extends. So serious yeah. stuff, folks. Just shelter in place. Watch Lord of the Long Box. And we'll give you uh, virus-free entertainment. We tried to stay coronavirus-free yesterday. I think I we did. did. A we job. did a good job. We did a good I job. And I, got I think everybody got the hint. All right. There are some people like, hey, there's something happening, but the rest of y'all have been, you know, you know, you guys are Lord. You guys know what time it is. You guys know we ain't fucking around with no coronavirus book. You know what I mean? So let's get right to it. Uh, this is a top, this is a long-term spec list for characters that DC and WB have reserved for the big screen. If in the past you followed us, the long-term spec list have hit. Some of them haven't. Some have been right dead on the spot. Basically what it is is the studios have put these characters on reserve so they can use them for, sometimes it's for HBO Go. In the past we did one that Berlanti said, hey, I'm going to use these characters so, you know, reserve them so that, you know, the movies don't use them. But typically the, the, the studios have first say on things that hit the big screen. Like if Feige puts a hold on something, that's it. But Feige is all God now. Whatever he does, he wants to do. Next week, we're going to have a Marvel long-term spec for you. And this one is going to be exciting because we haven't had Marvel news in a while. So this doesn't necessarily mean these characters are going to get their own solo films. It could, but more, it can be uh, part of a team. It could be part of a solo series. It could be part of just a guest appearance. So we get these early in advance. They are not even attached to anything yet. We just know that they want to use these characters. So it's a fun list to have. And it makes your collecting a bit more fun right when you have these kind of books that you can say hey i saw some this has happened as long as you're not you know overspending up beyond your uh, uh your means then you'll be okay so all right ryan i'll let you introduce the uh subject yeah. auto you run the characters and then you also do the uh the pricing on the second slide how's that sound since we're down Sounds good uh, uh we're down uh zach and justin who I think are playing video games with each other. I think so. They're holding hands. <laughs> yeah, right. They're, they're having the their secret coup. They're sitting around yeah. talking. All right, let's go. So let's if, go. You, if you're a fan of the Lords of Longbox, over the summer, you may have seen an episode where we talked about this guy a little bit. The first on the list is Shay the Changing Man. This is a pretty cool book, I think. What do you think, Tim? Yeah. No, this oh, is a really, no, no, this is a really cool book, you guys. And you guys know that uh, myself and Tim were Ditko purists. And when General... TiVo sends out his information and says, go out in a galaxy and find this information. When I went and started looking this information up, it was pretty easy to find. And uh, it's a Ditko book. And, he, you know, I'm a Ditko purist. So he's the cover artist. He's the um, the penciler. He does the inker. And this was his time when he went over there. He was part, he did do some of the writing with uh, Michael Fleischer. And he's creating his own world here. And the, the synopsis is Escape to Battleground Earth. Um, he's a secret agent in the Metazone, a dimension near Earth. 
Um, you can see the vest he has on is um, where he generates his powers from, and just a very cool '70s book um, by the great. And this Steve is the Dicko. second time we talked about this. We had this mm -hmm. on a long-term spec list before, so when things get on our radar twice, I really think well, it's going to happen. Right, because I think this is like a whole world now. You know what I mean? You can do so much yeah. when you have the introduction of worlds, which will hint hint to what we're talking about later. But um, yeah, just a really cool Ditko book. All right, what kind of sales data are we looking at this, Otto? All right, what do we got? Where's the slide? It's on the screen and stream yard, dude. Oh, okay, you got it. All right. So we're looking at, um, you know, where are you looking anyway? I was actually watching on Facebook, on YouTube, you guys. My apologies. No, All no, right. there's a delay. Yeah, I know, I know. So, you know, the 9 8, uh, you're going for 150 bucks. And then, um, and that happened in September of, you know, 20, uh, 2019. And then, for the nine six, it's a huge drop, you guys. It goes down to you know fifty five bucks. So, you know, this is that gray area where we say, um, all, where you know, where do you want the hundred dollar nine eight? But for you know a nine point eight at one hundred and fifty at this point, you could probably get it from around there. I would definitely go after that. So, um, just you know, those are your prices right there, and you can see that there they are selling, but there's a significant drop between the nine eight and the nine six. I got a sweet near mint copy at uh, Bakersfield Comic Con when I went there with uh, my boy, the Swolverine. Got it oh. for like uh, five bucks, man, because I was just going off because they didn't have any really big books there. So I was, you know what? I'm going to, I, there is a Lords of Long Box playlist that has all of our long term specs on it. And I just used that list and I went there and I, I grabbed like 30 books from there. Nice. So nice. Good move. So right, what's next? Uh, Tim said that next week is the Marvel list, but so far we've had Steve Ditko and next up, uh, Jack Kirby. Beautiful Dreamer is the character. I haven't heard of her or I him, have no but, idea who Beautiful yeah, Dreamer but is. But I'm assuming it's a, for, a, a forever piapple. Yeah, forever piapple. <laughs> Plural. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the virus hit my spelling. So, this yeah. is uh, one of the forever people. And uh, her name is Beautiful Dreamer. And this ties into all the kind of new world and, uh, you know, the, the forever people stuff. And this is. Jack Kirby leaving a fourth word, excuse me, Jack Kirby leaving D, uh, Marvel and going over to DC and them saying, do whatever you want and, and create creating an world. entire universe. Yeah. And I will say this will not be the first time you see this book on the list. Right. So it's safe to say, go out and get this book. Um, so well, basically, a lot of people may have gotten this book already for the dark side appearance, right? But who knows? Yeah. So, I mean, this is multiple spec because I think that dark side book that people have agreed that it's no longer forever people. That is the no, first I think it's the Everybody is the Superman's. Uh, yeah. The Jimmy Olsen book is where the market is decided. And we had some interesting stuff yesterday when we were talking about uh punchline with hell to risen, hella risen three and Batman 89 and how mm -hmm. it looks like the market has settled in for hell to risen three mm -hmm. as the first appearance of punchline. So it's kind of interesting how those are things uh, happening. And then I think the same thing is going to happen with the other book that we had yesterday with the different appearance of Sabine Wren and all yep. those things with number right. one and number six. So it'd be curious next week. If you haven't checked it out, the cover price top 10 that we did yesterday, uh, we have the top 10 selling uh, back issues for the week. And we're going to, we rock that every week. Thank God that I, you know, I, we uh, worked out a deal with our good, the good guys over at coverprice.com because right now I'm at, the movie scoops, production, everything is coming to a halt. So it's back issue price uh, markets will always be there. Even if there's no new comic books, people will still go out and buy back issues. And that's oh, yeah. the good thing about eBay and everything. And if matter of fact, I think eBay sales are probably going to be going up the roof now that people can't go into their LCSs or, or Comic-Cons or any of that stuff, right? So I'd right. be curious to see where this book is at now as far as pricing. And uh, holy cow, 
Look at that 9.8. Jesus. So, wow. yeah, yeah. so we're looking at 211 total recorded sales, 150 rock copies, and 61 graded copies. Uh, it's a 58% um, trend going up. 9.8, man, I'm going to tell you right now. It's hard to find a book in a 9.8, man. This, yeah, especially this, that white cover. Yeah, this is uh, it's the range on a 9.8 goes from 3,800 to about 2,800. Yeah, like three copies. So the average on that, if you, if this is from data we're pulling from cover price, we don't call it GPA because GPA is specific to that website. But if you look at that, if you want to call it GPA, the average, if they figured it out, is thirty two hundred. So the high is thirty eight, the low is twenty eight. Uh, if you see right in nine six nine four, is a nice little sweet spot there. Really affordable if you look in the nine zero nine two range. And yeah, I'd be into this book around the nine two. Dark side and the forever people come onto the big screen. I think the forever people have enough to be their own franchise. Um, similar to what Amina DuVernay is doing with the new gods, right? Mm -hmm. They're definitely going cosmic. So this is one of the kind of uh, the backbones of it, you know, and they got, it's got their right to use Jack Kirby as, you know, uh, as a, as an impetus for what they want to do. And the, on the big screen, they can build out this huge, big, cosmic universe that the marvel has done already on the big screen and how they do in the comics so up to this point all we've really known is green lantern and you know you know maybe the steppenwolf and that's it but so far nothing and hopefully they can build to that so all right i think uh this next book everybody's either got a copy of it except for me because i sold mine i don't even own one i yeah, don't well, definitely oh, I, what so number eight on the list is dead man boston brand this is a must-have for any, well, I guess not any, but for someone who likes DC, dark stuff. Yeah, no, this is Strange Tale, uh, Strange Adventures 205, Dead Man, Carmen Infantino, 1967. This book you can see, um, you know, all over the place when you do have it. I've never owned this book, you guys, so I'm guilty of this, and I feel bad as a comic book wow. collector that this is one of the That's books okay. I've never owned. So um, okay. really cool book, you know, and couple different characters and the way they bring them in is pretty neat. Um, and you can see that the great Carmen Infantino. So we've talked about Ditko, Kirby and Infantino already in three books. And that's just tells you where we're going with this. So just as far as the great legends that are creating this and sales data, you know, you're looking at 321 recorded sales, no nine eights, which is unbelievable. I see a nine, four a nine, two. I don't think uh, so. That's pretty hard to get in. I mean, silver age book. I mean, it's pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know, but but look at the nine four average. So nine four average is uh, thirty one hundred dollars, and then when you get down to a nine two, you're at thirty one hundred nine zero. Again, probably got, in my I opinion, mine is a seven. I got the mine as a seven point five. I think that's the sweet spot is in the VF uh, area for this book since it's a Silver Age book. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you on that. I and agree. with the list that we compiled last week. It's starting to look like there's going to be a Justice League Dark movie. The, yeah, we have right. Our insider didn't come out and say, yo, Justice League Dark movie is coming. But just by looking at the characters that are being reserved, this is filling out because we had Zatanna last week, yep. right? Yep. So and now we got Dead Man, you know, filling in a couple more. And you next well, thing you know, you got Shade, like, like uh, Kazadik said, Shade was in uh, New 52 on the New go. 52 team. So. We, we uh, pretty neat, uh, and then we've got one more or two more, I think, coming up. So, and what's next? Next is another character from the Forever People run, Infinity Man. I've never heard of this guy either. 
Yeah, there's a different couple of things on here, but I, on this spec list, sometimes it's easy to get you know what the big copy is, but this is actually the first appearance of Infinity Man that's from the modern era. It and this book is a ghost. <laughs> I don't know if I've never seen this everywhere, anywhere, anybody posting about it. But if you go to DC's pages, this is the first appearance of Infinity Man, and he's kind of got this kind of weird connection with Darkseid's brother and some other things. He's part of that whole group. There, there's another version of him that appeared in Forever People. I don't know if he was named. I mean, these characters are so obscure that this is a great book if you just go out and seek it somewhere. And if it's just, and, I don't know if you can. I seek mean, it all the that. apocalypse stuff is so much fun. The Orion, the uh, Dark Side stuff. It's it's such a fun read. And there's definitely a, a theme here with where all these are going. Uh, and this book, nothing. You can get it yeah, for four right. months. You can get it for four bucks, like a dollar over a cover price of two ninety nine. So this is one of those great little spec books that if you just see it, you know what? You're not going to be charting. You're not going to be paying a lot. I'm pretty sure our live viewers right now can search YouTube at the same time you're watching the show and probably find out <laughs> what's going on. That's a good thing about cover price is it's real time data. They don't wait. It's not like updated every day. It's updated like every hour. So it'd be interesting if somebody actually buys one and the next time the data scrape happens, it's updated and you know uh. see what was bought. But uh, yeah, you got to think. Kasadik says uh, that print run must be small. You think? Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen this book in me my me life. Either. Me either. No, uh, never. We're in the new fifty two. So I mean, that's a good thing about DC. Um, a lot of times we get the spec list and we're like, man, they, you know, these are golden age, silver age characters, but they rebooted themselves because they have to. I mean, you know, say what you will about the R word reboot. Right. But then when the character's been around for 60, 70 years, it doesn't really play well for in modern times or modern, especially for the movies. Even Marvel basically has to use their ultimate version characters for the most part. You know, there's still some that are very true to the characters, but, you know, you can't have some goofy Silver Age character or even worse, you had a Golden Age goofy character just to pop up on the movies right now because people are like, man, you know, audiences are fickle. There's still people that are purists, but sometimes you have to update it. I think you could do it with Jay Garrick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the flash. I think you could do All it. Right. What's uh, next? Man? So more uh DC Dark, Madam Xanadu is next up on the list. I'm yeah. really like excited about this book. Yeah, I hope you are because I don't know anything I've about it. I've been checking on this book since for since 2015 about. Really? Yeah. Doorway to Nightmare number one. That's mm -hmm. unbelievable. I have so I just want you guys to know when we talk about these characters and who's going to take what, Tim usually sets me up with names that I have a hard time with. So Madame Xanadu's easy, but Madame Xanadu's real name is Nimu Inwudu. Okay. And he's probably going to tell me I'm saying that wrong, but yeah, Nimu Inwudu. There you go. And just another, a mystical character who would fit in good with that. And this book came out. Um, we're looking at, you know, 1978, created by the great David Michelini. And I've never seen this book, so I, I don't know too much about it. But I definitely think that, um, I definitely think that, you know, we're talking mystic arts and stuff like that, which I think Well, what's interesting neat, is so. she not necessarily a character of this book. She is the Elvira of this book. She, mm -hmm. okay. she's, she's kind of like the, per she's like you out to in the What If comics. Right. She's kind right. of the host that kind of walks you through the right. macabre the the keeper sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, what kind of sales data we look on this? Uh, we're looking at $400, 9.8. That's not bad. You know, actually. I'm surprised. It's not bad, actually. You know, that's actually what I, a lot more than I expected. Um, but you see the big drop from a nine 
eight, you know, it's almost in half. Well, actually more than a half. If you go to the average, you go from 400 on the average to, um, there's only one sale though, guys, that's what we're generating that from. And then you go down to $148 and there was seven of them. And then down to a nine, four at seven, two, and then a nine, two for $21. So anything less, forget about it. But you know, that's what we're looking at. And there's 100, 147 recorded sales. So, you know, people are buying it. There is one nine, eight out there. So if you can dig in that long box and you can find a couple copies, press them. And then they come back. You could be one of those people in that census for this book. So yeah, and this is like stuff. I said, a lot of these characters are golden and silver age that are really expensive. Um, you know, like last week we did Hawkman and Hawk Girl. Uh, right. You know, and you know, it's kind of ridiculous to tell somebody to go spec on a five thousand dollar book, but <laughs> the alternative is a four hundred dollar nine point eight book that is probably more modern that would uh, fit the 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 big screens better. You know what I'm right. saying? Because right. you're gonna see a really good example of that later because i had a choice of picking a book from 1940 or a book from 1980 so <laughs> all right what's next ryan uh another character off the forever people list mark Mooner. oh i get this other one that i have what the hell all right mark moonrider has been uh, reserved and mark moonrider is also one of the forever people i had no idea about this but it was created by the great great jack kirby uh, for doing the forever people book. And, you know, most of these guys, uh, died. Uh, sorry <laughs> there's a book called death of the New Gods, and they got killed. Uh, so basically the forever people got killed off, but doesn't necessarily mean they can't be brought back for the movies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I literally have nothing, know nothing about this character. I mean, the forever people, I barely know anything about the forever people. I have issue number one. So I'd be curious to see, you know, there's obviously there's sales data since we already talked about it, but you know, I'm, I'm doing different sales data as I go through these slides and we don't have to talk about the same thing. Last recorded right. sales value is a raw for 150. Graded last sale was 189, a, or typical sale on a raw averages about 123. So that's not bad at all. So uh, last uh, sales average on 8.5, 189. Like I said, this book is incredibly hard to find in a high grade. That's why you see a huge drop between like a 9.896 down to like 9.0 is because of the white curve that they use. I mean, if you could find one that says white pages, I'd be super impressed because I mean, that thing is literally looks like it was, I mean, I pulled this off of DC's webpage and they don't even have a good copy of it. I mean, it already looks like it's 10 pages. You know what I'm saying? So right. as you can see, we're getting mostly all the forever people on this list. So you might as well just say all the forever people, but here's yeah. the thing. I got this list and it necessarily doesn't mean it's coming from a person that is from the comic book side of things and they're just getting these names and that's why it's interesting how they're like getting all these separate names i just realized like wait a second you're just naming off all the members of the forever people so it's like the warner brothers insider is like who are these people all i was known is these characters have been reserved so i think that's kind of neat man so what's yeah. next ryan next up uh we talked about this character back when the rock was talking about bringing uh, earth two characters back mm -hmm. uh adam smasher Adam Smasher. Right. Adam Smasher. Isn't that a great name? Like, that's just a great superhero name, Adam Smasher. And All-Star Squadron 25 is what it came out at. And it was uh, written by the great Roy Thomas. And the art was done by Jerry Ordway, who, if the con season still happens, you guys can go out and meet Roy Thomas and Jerry Ordway. Maybe get this book double signed or find out yeah. some information about them. Just so you know that, that those guys are touring. Um, just a neat, cool character from the All-Star Squadron book. And I really enjoyed these books. I thought they were cool characters. And I was reading these this stuff off the rack. But for sales data, Tim, what do we have on this? What can I talk about? 
Let's see. All right. So you're looking at a nine, eight typical one twenty two, and then a raw sale is $3 and 59 cents. So, you know, there you are in that spot of a hundred and hundred dollars for a nine, eight, just go out and get it. It's a cool book. It's a great cover. Look at all the characters on the there's front. There's a ton of experiences, but wait, there's more. There is a Canadian variant for this. Say it ain't so. Yeah, right there. And there's actually no sales data on that Canadian variant. It's, you can tell because it's 75 cents. The regular uh -huh. cover is 60 cents. So you can find this in a Canadian variant because you could always tell they're typically you know, 15, 20 cents more. So the regular cover is 60 cents. Canadian variant, 75 cents. And you know us at the Lords, we love the Canadian price yes, variants. We do. Definitely do. It used to be uh, poo pooed on for uh, European variants, but now even the nine pence variants are, are you know, because you know, I would say mainly because of the first appearance of Moon Knight, mm -hmm. uh, the World by Night 32. Uh, everybody bought up the regular copies, it, they started pricing out the collectors. And so, what people got when it got the nine pence variant. So, yeah. the Canadian price variants, although, have always been. Uh, more sought out for because you know they they look pretty much like the u.s version and the print run was much lower for the canadian mm -hmm. variants than they were for the u.s variants so there you go and this is a ton of first appearance on here i think isn't adam smasher on the we talked about this before no that's commander steel never mind i was thinking about that goofy dude on uh legends of tomorrow uh but what's next ryan next up the scarecrow uh, but this book that we chose is interesting because it's not the one a lot of people would think of All right, so the scarecrow is that what we're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, is that me or you? I, that's I you, buddy. That's you, part. Oh, okay, my bad. I was like, hey, oh, because I had to add in the uh, Canadian variant. Yeah, so yeah. obviously I could have picked the Golden Age version, but who's going to buy the Golden Age version? But if you actually go onto DC's website, this is the first appearance of the Jonathan Crane version of Scarecrow, which is the post-crisis version. This is Detective Comics number 571, written by Mike Barr. And look at that, Alan Davis. I didn't know Alan Davis did many DC comics. You know, obviously Alan Davis, I really got, uh, really grew, uh, became a fan of Alan Davis when he started doing Excalibur yeah. in uh, the late or early 90s, late 80s, I want to say. And I really, yeah. really dug his art. So I was kind of, it's interesting to find out that Alan Davis actually worked on Detective Comics. I did not know that. So obviously... You know, we could put two and two together. Uh, this is going to be for Batman. It's one of Batman's rogues. Um, but like I said, the Golden Age, the Silver Age, whatever version of Scarecrow are pretty pricey. But this book is pretty cool. And this is actually noted as the first appearance of the Scarecrow. So Detective Comics number 571. I mean, you know, it's on their DC website. So if you get it graded, make sure that they note that is the modern first modern appearance of the scarecrow and don't even know if many people know that but look at that you can get it for like 11 bucks the highest known value was from may 6 of 2018 for a dollars man 83 recorded sales the last set last trend uh eight plus eight percent from march 26 2020 so like i said you know people buy up the you know golden age the silver age their first cover appearance this is cool because this is the more modern taking of the post-crisis scarecrow so i think this book has room for everybody's pockets right now but we know when we're trying to sift through this information we're saying what, what would be a cool book to get that you know that's not going to break the bank right here first appearance of the scarecrow in what is that copper age has yeah, copper age right copper yeah 75 yeah, copper book, age, yeah. So. There you go, boys and girls. You learn a little something every day. So this definitely looks like it's going to head something for the Batman franchise. So if you don't know, Matt Reeves is planning three films. So we already got the Penguin and some other... Who else is in the first film? They, they know it's the Penguin. Catwoman. Catwoman, Catwoman so far, right? Do we have mm -hmm. another villain? Uh, Riddler. 
Yeah, Riddler and Penguin. So there you go. Eventually, they're going to use all the rogues galleries, but Scarecrow is definitely up there. Yeah, I thought he was pretty cool in the Nolan versions, too. He I thought was he was like very good in it. Yep. The closest to the comic book villains of all mm -hmm. the Nolan ones that he did. Um, right? The Joker was oh, cool, but he Scarecrow wasn't close to the comic book at all. Uh, Bane, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> asthmatic. Bane would not survive the coronavirus he has definitely got <laughs> upper yeah. respiratory issues well, no, he I'm was just... smart though he always wore a mask he wanted to shut down the city so bane was right and be, and why the did they one. make talia a soccer mom like an old woman that's weird very weird yeah i don't know that yeah so there you go man that's a i think that's a cool book to have i think it's a yeah, dope cover that's a sweet cover it, it looks older it, it's a throwback it doesn't look like a copper age cover it almost looks like an homage like he's like hey I, i'm gonna do some neil adams shit that neil adams do it from a golden age book and then he alan davis did his own tech on this oh. all right what is number one on the list ryan well you're skipping the number two yeah, we're skipping number okay. two. I got it. Don't worry. It's forever people number one. We yeah, got it. I already, I already right? talked about it. So, uh, so we talked about it enough. Like all I said, right. it's like uh, forever people is all right. forever people so, is all over this list. That's why I was like, you know what? Go out and get forever people because we're getting strong hints that there's a forever people movie coming. That's yeah, what it and it is like. six. It is six first appearances. I want you guys to know. Okay, or five. It's beautiful dreamer big bear mark moonrider seraphin and valk in the black so you are getting and then you've got infinity man as a supporting character so you are getting you think they they'll be in the new gods do you think you know they can do whatever it's great i don't know they could do quite a few well, i'm they, just you know? saying she's already working on it anna duvernay is already working on it and they can spin it out to a cameo in the cosmic side of stuff so it'd be curious to see i mean you know this is one of those things that nobody will ever know about nobody will ever care the only reason they bought forever people in the past was because of dark side dark side right Agreed. nobody nobody cared about maybe the some people. well some cure uh curvy purists out there might have who knows but anyway yeah i digress right, well one, one, on, one the on the list is the swamp thing however it's the Ooh. first appearance of alec holland swamp thing that's swamp thing number one now what's up with that why is that that not it and then or instead of house of secrets tim can you tell us because this is actually the first credited appearance of Alec Holland. I don't think he's named in House of Secrets 92. It's not uh, Alec Holland in 92. Yeah. So, and House Secret, and this is also uh, the origin of Swamp Thing. And it's also cheaper. Uh, I mean, yeah, House right. Secret is super expensive <laughs> right now, but this is a great book. I mean, uh, you got Len Wein, Bernie Wrightson, both have uh, already passed away. So, this is, this is one of the best comics. I mean, Bernie Wrightson is known writing the ultimate horror he's the horror artist purist right every yeah. everybody who wrote or drew horror books aspired to be barney wrightson especially you know once the copper age came around everybody wanted to be barney wrightson this is of course the len wine and the uh when we talked about swamp thing and man thing and how they were kind of uh, toe and toe with each other and how mm -hmm. they both came out now this is interesting because when i saw this on the list i go this is interesting to me because People have been clamoring for Swamp Thing to come back to DC Universe, and it's not. Just it may come on HBO Max, but it's never coming back to DC Universe. It was too expensive for them to make for DC Universe. DC Universe doesn't ha have enough of a budget to do Swamp Thing correct. HBO Ma uh, HBO Max could definitely do it, but this is also a member of the Justice League Dark Team. Yeah. And a very and a very powerful member of the Justice League Dark Team. Hell, even in the current iteration of the Justice League Dark, he's in that as well. So this is, leads me two ways: that Swamp Thing could come uh, as a solo film, which I doubt, 
But as a team member on the Justice League Dark movie, and we're seeing it, the hints are being, the breadcrumbs are being laid all over the ground for us with Zatanna, yep. uh, Dead Man, uh, Swamp Thing, and some other characters. So right now we're looking at a Justice League Dark movie and a Forever People movie. That's basically what it is. But <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, and if that's why I'm saying this is part two. Go back to last Wednesday and look at part one. Uh, you know what? While you guys are talking, I'll link to it here. But uh, I'll bring up the sales data, and you guys can talk about the sales data while I go put the link to part one in the live chat. Uh, I'll be curious to see, has this book spiked at all? Good Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Good Lord, look at that. So the highest known uh, graded comic was a 9.8, and you're looking at $4,000. Uh, $155. And then that's the average. And then you got the nine, six, you've got three of them graded at $1,174. And then you go down to um, the average at 500 for nine, four, nine, two is 381. And then nine, oh, And then eight, five, you're looking at, you know, there's 28 graded copies we've got for 247 with a high sale of 495. So it's definitely seen its fluctuation. I don't know if it's based on the DC show or not. But for me, in my opinion, I'd be introduced. I'd be into this book for somewhere around like eight five nine zero. What do you think about that, Ryan? Where would you go after this book at? With this book, uh, I would probably go nine zero tops, nine two nine zero. Yeah, <clears throat> I um eight five eight zero. Uh, no, yeah, low, think, no lower I than seven five. I think. Yeah, I mean nine point eight right. right there, forty one hundred dollars. That's I, I mean, this is hard to find a nine eight two. So uh, forty four thousand. And this book peaked right when right before Swamp Thing came out. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of people buying uh, this book up. House of Secrets. If you had it, you already have it. It's you know, it's only for you know high end ballers. You know. Uh, but this book was really picking up because everybody who couldn't afford House of Secrets 92 was getting this book. And Correct. that's why yep. the sales data is there. And it kind of flattened out after the debacle with DC Universe, where, you know, they told everybody that they weren't coming back and all the actors started leaking it on the on social media. And know, people had an idea. Yeah. And that's why it, it didn't even complete its run. It was like um, they it was like it just ended. It didn't end correctly. They didn't get to kind of complete the whole arc. And it was probably. I think the best show on DC Universe. Uh, say, you know, I, Titans is okay, but I think the budgetary restraints really show on Titans, um, mm -hmm. and that's the only thing about it, you know. And saying "fuck" just for fuck's sake is, right. is also there, there's no reason to throw the fucks in there. You know what I mean? It seems misplaced for a Titans movie. Right, that's I agree. Show, you know what I mean? It doesn't. It's like it's. Here, I didn't want to stand they were trying to be. Market. They were trying to be edgy and it but showed. Don't be edgy when you have something called Go Team Titans Go is what I'm saying. You're right, killing exactly. your own marketing efforts. Right? They did the same thing with the Harlequin movie. Harlequin started in a cartoon. There's an animated series that's for adults, but then they made the movie. Oh, the animated series is great. Rated, made a movie rated R when it really could have been PG-13. It probably would have had, had better box office. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, Swamp Thing was... There was is a horror, and it deserved the rated R it got on um, on DC Universe or whatever rating it is, because it was pretty dark. I mean, you know, for and it was very, very, very steeped in its horror roots, which I really yeah. appreciated. Um, very you know, swampy. Like, it was definitely very and swampy. They, and you could tell the budget is much better on Swamp Thing than it is on Titans. That's why you know Titans is continuing on right now. You know, it's it's good, but. Man, the first time Trigon came on the screen in Titans, yeah, I ooh, that, that was brutal, boy. I was going to smile. Man, I was like, uh, so that's the list. Oh, look at that. I'm getting called from work. Uh-oh. All right, so we went over quite the list tonight, you guys, for the DC uh, long-term spec list. And there was some good stuff on there. But you can I see, agree. though, 
all of the great artists and the people that we talked about, Len Wein, Bernie Wrightson, uh, Carmen Infantino, Jerry Ordway, Roy Thomas. I mean, these are legendary artists in the comic and writers in the comic book community who have brought these fantastic characters to life. And even if they don't make it to the big screen, they're at least worth your read right now. And what else are you doing right now? You might as well go out and get the stuff and read it because you're not going to the movies, that's for sure. Uh, one of the best, in my opinion, <clears throat> okay, my humble opinion, one of the best hands-down story arcs ever written was the saga of the swamp thing the alan moore swamp thing run. oh yeah I, I, if you have not read that it is it is a masterpiece i love i mean it was really 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 well written very good story oh, i have to agree with you on that that was very yeah enjoyable. i mean alan moore i mean every i mean there are some great stories i mean it's a uh it's a it's a tragic character you know and i think the, the dc universe show really did a good job of showing the the tragic side of the character so you know uh but you know him being as a as a team member in a justice league dark movie i mean you got you know like i said i've always me and ryan always been huge fans of justice league dark and in general i love all the supernatural stuff Mystical, of you know yeah. dr fate specter and all that good stuff and who knows? Maybe we'll see Constantine on the next list, but it's almost yeah, like Constantine is almost too used now, you know, and yeah. I still think they have the, the Keanu Reeves version and then they got the version that's on the CW. And I think the CW version is probably gonna, and the animated version. I totally forgot about that. Is that show yeah. still on? I don't know. That's I'm what he's done. Who watches CW seed anymore? No, I don't. Unfortunately, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but speaking of which, uh, Star Girl or whatever the hell her name—that show is getting actually moved up, isn't it? It's that's coming out soon on There's CW. A lot of, yeah, that's coming up. There's a lot of movement on that, and then you know you've got your other shows. So we'll have to see what happens. It's an interesting time. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, we'll be hang out for you longer, but uh, that's it, man. I mean, you know, we'll let you guys go to your normally scheduled program. I think the Comic Core is coming on at 7 p.m., and we'll be back at you uh, next Tuesday for the cover price uh, top or 10 if, list. You know what? Or if we get bored maybe earlier, who knows? Yeah. Ryan still has a test wirecast one of these days, so we're going to pop yeah. him and do a live test. If anybody knows how to like uh, optimize or defrag or clean up a mac an imac dm me on instagram and isn't there a tool for that uh it built in or you don't have to buy it no I, everything i've been researching is talking about needing to buy a, some sort of software to do it but there you i don't go. know you know I'm, I'm an idiot it's a mac now so let's get face but it, it's, it's a mac. mac i don't think they need those tools yeah i mean even windows you don't need to defrag anymore it does it for you automatically yeah, I don't know. Not unless you have know. a bunch of like temporary internet. I got files. plenty of time to figure it out. So. <laughs> That's right. We got another time to research it. That's for <laughs> sure. Leave a comment in the video description what's supposed what Ryan can do to optimize his mic. Or a link to a good video on YouTube or something. That you got to be will... careful of any software. Like, yeah, there's that's no my concern. That's my concern. Video tutorials. Shout out to Captain Crunch for the $2 super chat. Appreciate it, brother. Everybody go check out Captain Crunch. Uh, and if you have any ideas for Ryan, um, you know, we'll probably have to search it for him since he's not a good uh, Google searcher. But <laughs> never search for it on Google because it's going to link to you to some yeah, paid uh, thing. Scams, that end up putting that's what I'm worried about. I definitely don't want a virus. <clears throat> well, you just need to search for what, what's your Mac operating system? Um, shit. It's name Safari or some. No, shit it's, I Mac. just updated it. So hold on. It yeah. is. You need to find out what your Mac OS version is, and then find out what's. The it is Catalina. 
Catalina. So, so version you ten point fifteen point. How to optimize Catalina? I mean, I don't think they have Windows issues where you build up a bunch of like temporary internet files and like this and that. But guys can be browser specific. And remember, yeah. Wirecast runs off a browser, so you may just need to optimize your browser, which yeah. is what Opera or Safari. Uh, I use Google Chrome. Oh well, actually, there's specific things for Google Chrome. You need to do that. Okay. So go just search and you and. Uh, Delete temporary interfiles. That's what I do. Uh, because put it this way, every time you go to a web page, it you know, we know what you visit. So it's gonna cache up all the oh, images yeah. and oh. videos. I and totally have some sort of virus. Well, it's oh, not a, more than that, uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, you just my, need my to look computer has the coronavirus. Google um Chrome, delete temporary internet files. Okay. You don't want to our uh, temporary internet files and cache files. You don't want to delete the stuff you download, but just the temporary internet and cache files, and then you'll be good. You'll be surprised at how much you've built up because it that's specific to the browser, not specific to Mac OS. So, all right, any last words, Otto? Uh, very much. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Our show last night was very good too. So, guys, for some reason, if you're not getting the notifications, please do that. And also for Three Men in the Basement, make sure you're getting our notifications. We dropped a few videos this past week. Justin's dropping a big Star Wars video tomorrow about some books that he's been getting, and some books that you guys should go after. So, between Lords of the Long Box, Three Men in the Basement, and even Very Gary, shout out to Very Gary, we've got content coming at you left and right. So, we've got enough comic talk for everybody. So, make sure you guys sub up, subscribe, comment, like to all of our channels because we're really having a great time with this unfortunately in these troubling times we're here to give you guys some comic book relief so thank you very much we're very blessed to be part of this community so thank you very much for watching tonight and last words ryan no i just piggyback off what otto just said very well said my friend um thanks for joining us hit the that like button um unsubscribe and resubscribe if you're having trouble getting notifications that's what we're finding is working uh other than that Thanks for hanging out. It was fun. Yeah, I think YouTube is throttling live notifi notifications specifically for live shows so they can free up uh, feeds for uh, breaking news. That's what I think is happening. Because mm -hmm. uh, I'm not getting, I've seen notifications for uh, videos that are uh, pre recorded and uploaded, but for live videos, you know, I, you know, I see I get a notification for all of ours every time we've yeah. had one this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, we will be back Tuesday with the cover price top 10. And then Wednesday, we're going to be dropping a Marvel long-term spec list. So this is from the Disney plus side. We finally got some news from the folks over at Marvel and I've been tagged by uh comic Crypt to castle Hills for a top 50. I promise I'm going to do that. Um, and there's another cool tag. I think hella comics just are uh, Asian funk comics just did it. Um, and it's like 25 questions and it basically says, are you a comic nerd? So I may do that. That sounds kind of right. interesting. Go check out Asian fun comics. He did one. It was very well done, man. To, uh, until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Peace. Oh my God.